Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 14 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Yeah, it is. Y'all come on in my house. Make yourself comfortable. Whatever you want to talk about concerning your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring. We're happy to take your question. You want to repair it, remodel it, or you have a question about maintaining or fixing it, give us a ring. one 767 4348. It's a toll-free number from wherever you are in Arizona. Give us a ring. Let us know what your question is. Miss Jess will pick up your call, get your name, where you're calling from, your question, and we'll get you on air as quick as we can. We always start the top of the hour with the phone banks clear. So if you want to get in, now's a great chance to get in. one 767 4348 Whether you're a newcomer to Arizona or you've been here all your life no matter where you are or what you want to do chances are i've been there and probably already tried it a time or two put my arizona home building and remodeling experience to work for you free simply by calling one 767 4348 we have another special guest in this particular hour and uh, i want to i want to lead up to the introduction here one of the most, we've been on air now 35 years. That's over almost 10,000 hours of live radio broadcasting answering your questions about owning a home in Arizona. And when I take a look at the number of questions, it's well over 15,000 questions that we've answered. When I take a look at them and I categorize them into what is the most popular question, it invariably revolves around saving money on my electric bill. And that is a big category because you could possibly fall victim to some of the marketing and advertising of particular products and particular tactics and particular strategies that pay back close to nothing. So I tell people, the first thing they, when they come to me and they say, boy, my air conditioning bill this summer just about killed me. The first question I ask them, have you had a whole house energy audit conducted? Don't spend a penny doing anything until you get a whole house energy audit that takes a look at the entire thing. And there is only one exception. There is only one exception when I advise them to do something different. I ask them, uh, tell me about your home. Well, it was built in 1976. Is it a masonry home? Yes, it is. I said, well, just call Dennis Rodenberg (laughs) from Thermal Advantage, who's joining us here this hour. And I live in one of those homes. I live in one of those 60s vintage masonry homes homes. And, uh, you know, Dennis, back then, uh, APS was charging two and a half cents a kilowatt. Pretty good deal. Uh, we were putting in uninsulated block, but, you know, we got really, really energy conscious when we started putting aluminum foil back drywall in. That was a huge, com- 
a huge change. On a three-quarter inch furring strip. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had a big idea there. <laughs> so we were putting in hollow concrete block. Then we got smart. We started dumping a bunch of vermiculite down in there. But what Dennis does, and, and I want to talk a little bit of the company's thermal advantage. And thermal advantage, we've been doing the referral network uh, since the late 90s. And Dennis is a charter member. You've been in our network from the beginning. Uh, and, and I want you to know, I don't know if you know this, but you're there in perfect attendance. We've never gotten one homeowner concern about what you do or how you do it. Well, I appreciate so, that. Yeah, that's a round of applause right there. Uh, Dennis, talk about, what to give the Arizona homeowners an idea. What is thermal advantage? I think it's absolutely genius. Well, what we do is we fill the hollow cores of a masonry wall with foam insulation. It's a non-toxic, non-expanding foam. So we drill into the mortar joint to access those hollow cores. The foam is injected at about 100 PSI. It does not expand. It goes in under hydraulic pressure. In essence, we're pushing all that air out of the wall cavities. And then our foam insulation stays behind. And also all the little silver fish. We, <laughs> and we entomb little, those. The, those uh, are yeah, entombed, yeah. yes. All yes. the little pests yes. that live in you, those cavities. You don't want to know what we've seen crawling out of walls after, because we drill the walls first. Yeah, yeah. And we come back and start foaming. And yeah. what we've seen um, running out of the walls, uh, we, we won't go into. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So we were building them all through the 50s and 60s. Before we were doing silly sticks and stucco, virtually every home built was a masonry home. And uh, we weren't insulating them for a long time. So if you're in an old masonry home, maybe, maybe in the historic districts that will date to the 40s or the 50s, there's a good chance you're absolutely hollow in all those masonry the, walls. The vast majority of our jobs are the walls are completely void of any insulation whatsoever. Now, if they have a loose fill material that was poured in at the time of construction, we can vacuum that out and dispose of it. You do evacuate we, it? We do, yeah. And the fact that the people call us shows that it doesn't work that right? well. You know, we give you right. R11 in an 8-inch wall. Yeah. So if there's no insulation in it whatsoever, which is 90, 95% of what we look at, right? it's a five times R value. An empty wall is an R2 to 3. Yeah. And if it has... That's the, that's the equivalent yes. of a single-pane window. It's the same. It's they the get, same as the, that, the people's window. Yeah. yeah. So it's there's no R value. In fact, it, it's because it's concrete, and it's soaking up heat. Right. So it's a giant heat sink. Even after the sun goes down, the air conditioner is running. It's pulling heat through that wall into the person's home. All night long. All night. Yeah. yeah. So you'll take a masonry home. Uh, take a look at what insulation is in there. And I can tell you, Arizona homeowners, that if your home was built in the all the way up to the 90s, uh, chances are whatever we were putting in that wall uh, isn't near as good as what Dennis can put in there. Uh, I had them at my house, uh, and I can't remember. Uh, I wasn't there the day y'all actually did the house. I can't remember if you found vermiculite in that house or not. No, we did not. It was empty. Yeah. Okay. And and that and you know where you live is is a custom home area. Yeah. And that's normally where we do find some vermiculite or perlite is in the nicer 
uh, custom homes, but but even at that, it's it's unusual. Can I ask a question? What is vermiculite? It it's a natural occurring material that's poured into the the hollow cores of the block at the time of construction. Think of it as pellet insulation. Nowadays, it's it's perlite has pretty well taken the place of that, and it's still being used. It's still out there and and being manufactured. It's just that the the masons don't like it when they're constructing the house because it's an extra step and it's messy and it's very lightweight and it also settles. So you, fill the, homes, you fill the wall up, put your yeah. two by eight top plate on it, yeah. and in a cup in in a certain number of years, you settle down off the top of that. And, and there's a lot of homes that will have some vermiculite or or some type of material in the cavities on just certain portions of their house. And in some cases, it's settled down about a third. And in some cases, it's okay. And we give the people the option to, to vacuum that out if they want to improve it. But there's there's really no rhyme or reason for what um, adult men do when they build a house sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes that material will just be under the windows or it'll just be on the south side or the west side. Yeah, yeah, yes, we yes. Don't, we don't know. Yep. So we just we give people a basic price to clean that out and uh, put the foam in, and they're very happy with that. Well, you know, all through the 60s and 70s and, and, and dragging into the 80s, uh, the home builders uh, that were arriving here in Arizona knew a couple things. Uh, it never rains in Arizona, so the flat roofs are okay. Uh, two, uh, whatever size air conditioner you think you need, add another two tons to it and throw it on there. Electricity was cheap. <laughs> I mean, we were doing we were doing easy fixes, and now building has become a science. When I tell people all the time, you know, if you could live in a box where your house was an R10, not an R40 attic, not an R30 exterior wall, all your doors and windows are about an R4 or 5, if you could live in a box that was R10, you'd probably be at the most thermally efficient unit on the planet. And you're taking a block wall from an R2 to an R11, and all the economic gain is on the low end of that scale. When you're going R2 to R4, you're not doubling it. You're exponentially increasing. Right. It's called the law of diminishing returns. So if we could make an R30 wall, we would still benefit most from the first 10 R's That's right. that, that we created there. Another thing that, since you brought up air conditioning, as a home gets older, it's only got so many cycles left in that old air conditioner. So if we have that air conditioning system cycling less times, it's going to last longer. Maybe it's going to go out this year or next year. <laughs> so if it cycles less, it may last two or three more years, and you save that giant investment. You put You postpone that investment. Well, you're taking the wall, and, I, and there, are, there are other advantages to just insulation. Uh, and I noticed it at my house immediately. And when, I don't I can't remember. We did, we did my house, I think, 20 years ago. Probably. Probably very, very early in our relationship. Uh, but if you've got a masonry home, you need to consider contacting Dennis. Did you, you'll come out and take a look and assess the, the situation? Free estimate. How would people get a hold of you? Our phone number is 480-705-5757. And our website is very good. A lot of good information, thermaladvantage.com. So it's a foam you inject. 
is there's no chance it could blow out a window, blow out a door frame, blow out a block, or we haven't done that yet. Okay. Uh, occasionally, it will. Uh, if there's a hole in the drywall uh-huh. that we can't see on the inside because uh-huh. our work is done on the outside, sometimes the dam the drywall we have damaged the drywall to retake like care nail of pop off the furring like strip that. or something. And once in a great while, also we have an electrical issue. Usually, it's in a GFI because they're very sensitive. But if there is, we take care of it. All right. That's why that's why customers haven't called you because we we're, take care of that. We, we're talking about insulating masonry homes in Arizona with Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage. More when we get back. There's more than just insulation for electricity and economy. There's some other benefits, too. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, tell them I'll be there. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening. Save your pappy a chair when the party's getting loose. And welcome back to Rosie on the House, all y'all. Come on in. My call screener is uh, sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> uh, we're covering a lot of information, but I want y'all to know you're welcome to call us and ask your question. one 767 4348, we'll do everything we can to answer any question you have. Although this particular hour, we're talking about insulation, in particular, insulating the concrete block homes that were built and so common through the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Dennis, you, you, you've got to have some stories. of You were talking about the things you see crawl out of the masonry walls. I mean, those hollow masonry walls are home to lots of critters yes because the homeowners are air conditioning that for them that's right <laughs> that's right they're much more comfortable in your inside your wall than yes. they are out there on yes. the desert floor so we had an interesting one a couple weeks ago on a sunday we did this lady's house in green valley outside of tucson okay sure and very sweet lady she explained to me in depth about her situation before we went out there and a poor thing had a steel plate put in her head for as an operation. Okay. And then when she's laying in her bed, she had no headboard, and she could actually feel the heat radiating into her head. And, <laughs> oh, at, no. At, you know, when oh, she man. went yeah. after oh, sundown, no. you know. So we had a borderline insulation emergency. Here, oh, you know? mercy. So she sent me a couple texts that I'll just briefly share. She said that normally... When it's be 103 outside, which is about the sundown yeah, sure. time, yeah. her bedroom wall would be 92 to 95. And she says, after insulation tonight, it was 113 today. The room is 78. What? Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. What? Yeah. Yeah, so it knocked it way down. But again, it's, it's, it's five times our value because if the home has no insulation on the walls, there's no barrier. There's nothing to slow the heat down. Nothing at all. And that's we don't eliminate the heat. We slow it down. And so it gives your air conditioner a chance to catch up and do its job. Now, we're talking about insulating those masonry homes. and uh, but, but y'all, and, and we talk about the fact like that, what you're doing energy-wise, what you're saving on your air conditioning bill. I'll tell you what I noticed at my house was how much dust it eliminated in the house and how much quieter the house was. I would do it just for those two things. 
That's a good point. And I don't promote that a lot because every home is different and every person's hearing is different. So it's hard to quantify that. So I don't make too big a deal about that. But that is a consistent thing that we hear because we cut down on the air infiltration. So the air that is normally leaking around the switch plates and the outlets and so forth, we're sealing that up and along the bottom plate of the of the house itself. So there's a lot fewer pests and, and less dust that's incorporated into the home. Is there a particular bug or pest that you remember coming out of there that uh, you went, wow? Well, well you name it. I mean, I, I'm not a bug expert, but we've seen cockroaches <laughs> and lizards climb out of the the holes. We drill a seven-eighths hole, you know, so it's pretty good size, but we patch it up. And that's part of our guarantee that we, we blend the house back the way that the homeowner is happy with. But there's there's we've had silverfish and certainly the nasty ones like the uh, cockroaches and even lizards. I, I was thinking more of scorpions, you, you know, so. one or two of them. <laughs> probably have. Yeah, probably have. Well, it's, it did make a huge a huge difference at my, at my own house. And we don't do remodeling of homes, masonry homes of that age, without having you out there and, and take care of it. So, folks, if, if you all live in that vintage of home and you're wondering what you could do to uh, be a little bit more efficient in your consumption of electricity, particularly through the summer months, uh, I would encourage you to give Dennis a call and have him come out and take a look at your house. Dennis, why don't you give him that number one more time? Four eight zero seven zero five five seven five seven. Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage. I'd like to know when we get back, how did you even get into this niche? How did you even know that there would be enough business out there to put bread on the table? Good question. <laughs> yeah, it is a good question. Because when I when I discovered you, I thought, well, that's that's really needed. But is there enough of it out there? But you do commercial work, you do residential work, and I also want to talk about some of the work you do uh, for acoustics inside the house because that's another asset y'all have. Homes and commercial buildings. Okay. When we get back, we'll be talking a little bit more with Dennis Rodenberg of Thermal Advantage right here at Rosie on the House. And answer any question y'all might have at one 767 48 Back at Rosie on the house Every Arizona homeowner's happy place where we answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin here this hour, talking with Dennis Rodenberg from Thermal Advantage. Uh, Dennis, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I can understand, you know, being in the trades, I grew up, uh, my dad said I couldn't become a doctor like him because uh, I fainted at the sight of blood. He said, you better go do something else. So I went into the trades. He didn't push it to be a psychiatrist? Or, uh, no, you know, he really didn't. A lawyer? Or... He, no, he knew I loved working with my hands. He knew I loved being outside. 
Um, and uh, so I went into the trades. I mean, back in the glory days, Adele Webb and uh, John F. Long, and I mean, where subdivisions were being built. I mean, you could not buy a house until the subdivision was done. And they would have a gate at the end of the subdivision that they would open on Saturday morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. And you would run by a bucket with a soul tag, and you'd run down the street and hang your soul tag on the front door. And that, and that subdivision would sell out in a, a morning. Uh, boy, those were the glory days. Uh, we're we showing our age here. We didn't have nail guns. Everyone carried a 32-ounce uh, framing hatchet. Uh, and and you were up at 3.30 in the morning, and you were out there right behind the concrete guys, uh, and we were throwing these babies up just absolutely as fast as we could. I could see in that arena. Uh, I was in the concrete industry. I was in the framing industry. I was in the drywall, the lathing, the plastering. Uh, I never had any interest in going into the insulation business. <laughs> It was too itchy. Yeah, I've heard. Much less. uh, We didn't even have foam back then. How do you go from being interested in the trades to being interested in a niche application like you have? Well, I started off in the fiberglass industry. I I helped. I was on the ground floor of a system that's a sprayed-in fiberglass system. Okay. And then I sold that business to a large company, worked for them for several years nationally. And then they started doing this foam product that I do myself. And then they decided to get out of it. And so I bought the business from them, essentially, the equipment. And we already had work in progress, and I took that over. Were they were they engineering it specifically to solve the masonry, non-insulated home industry? Or were no. they... What, what were they doing? They were doing all commercial. In fact, at that time, with the exception of Florida, where they do a lot of masonry homes yeah. that, that need insulation in the block, with the exception of Florida, all of this type of work was commercial. Uh, we're in the specifications for Walmarts, for Safeways, grocery stores, and schools, and, and shopping malls when those used to be built. So that's what <laughs> that's what the industry was we are, doing. We are showing our age. Yes. Shopping malls. Yes. <laughs> So, so that that was where our type of products were being used. I was actually the first person that looked at the residential side and made a business out of it. I wasn't the first person to ever do it, but to retrofit ex- existing homes, I started that that concept of using the same product and going into an existing home, drilling the, the holes, foaming it, cleaning up, and then matching the exterior finish so that the homeowner was happy with it when you leave there's no visible evidence i mean the only the only thing they're going to be able to brag about is their more comfortable home the way the way i describe it is if i go over there with them we may be able to find the holes that we made okay but if their friends come over for dinner they're not going to look at their house and oh my goodness what'd you do to your house you know so we guarantee that it's that they're happy with the finish Okay. And this foam, uh, you have found new applications for it. Uh, I, we've had you on a couple of remodeling jobs where we were actually doing home theaters. Yes, we've done a fair amount of, of uh, wine cellars, uh, home theaters. We've done soundproofing 
in sound studios like this one where us, uh, they, they're retrofitting a building into a sound studio. So, and as um, the, the, the practical guy in me is saying, okay, we're going to take a wall cavity. Maybe, maybe it's a noisy laundry room. Maybe it's a noisy bathroom next to a guest bedroom, and we're just trying to kill it a little bit. So you've got those empty drywall cavities. We're going to inject a foam in there. Uh, will it expand and blow the drywall off the stubs? We're going to have nail pops. What? What? How do you? How, what's the control mechanism there? We drill th- generally three one-inch holes per stud cavity. Okay. And then we just fill the wall, so we have enough holes in the wall that we don't have to put an extreme amount of pressure in there. It's not like the block homes where we just are. We open the nozzle and let it run. We, yeah. We're very careful. <laughs> we're very careful. And if if the if it's a commercial building and it's steel studs, screwed it's, off. Yeah. It's way more forgiving because the steel studs have knockouts in them. Yes. So the the foam travels horizontally. In fact, we've done a lot of work. We even did some work for the military in the uh, teleconferencing rooms, like you see on the television, where there's television cameras of generals yes. all over the yeah. world. We've done some of those to where uh, because that room in a big building has to be completely isolated from the hallway and the other offices. So if a homeowner had a noisy room they were trying to quiet down, if they had a consideration to do a wine cellar or walk-in fridge, if they were considering isolating the sound between the living room and the guest bedroom, this is applicable for all those instances. And we've even done, yes, and we've even done a lot of duplexes where maybe between units, units yeah where where a, a new let's just put it the, a new guest moves in and their lifestyle is such that they're making noises that the previous owner didn't do yeah so the the one the people on the quiet side need to get something done so if we're in one of these homes that are that uh, again we're looking at maybe adding some insulation what does it cost for you to come out and just do an analysis it's a free estimate Oh, and, and again, how would they schedule that? They can give us a call at 480-705-5757. And our website, once again, is very useful. A lot of good information, uh, some testimonials and so forth, thermaladvantage.com. And you can find them at rosieonthehouse.com, too. Like I said, Dennis is like a, a, an original member of our referral network from when we first started. He's... he's uh, a charter member of Rosie on the House. We've always appreciated the the service you've provided the Arizona homeowners. Can can we even talk about you know um, we, we let let's just take that uh, what's now South Scottsdale, Oak and Granite Reef, Thomas Granite Reef. We're looking at a Suggs home. We're looking at a Canal home. We're looking at a masonry home built in the 70s. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath. I'll throw in Continental. It's Continental home. Uh, it's sixteen to 1,900 square feet. What could a homeowner expect it to cost to wrap that entire outside wall in your insulation system? Our average job is in the 1500 to $3,500 range. Yeah, that, I mean, that's going to fall in that range. I mean, your payback on lifestyle is immediate. Your payback on your electricity is is within a couple years. Probably. Probably. I don't go into that too much because everyone's lifestyle is different. Yeah. And we don't do a 
analysis of the home. And if the homeowner doesn't think they need wall insulation, then, you know, God bless them. But we, we've been insulating walls of houses since World War II. Yeah. So if they don't think a block home that they're living in needs insulation, that, that's their that's their right to believe that. And I don't really try to talk them out of that. So, And, uh, and it's uh, what we call CMU, just correct. the gray square block. But it applies for all the slump block slump homes block. as well. And it doesn't matter if it's painted. If it's painted, we can match the paint or the homeowner. We I talked to the homeowner about that when we go out. I did have one other real quick one, if I could. What, another uh, testimonial? testimonial. Yeah. This is where, uh, a couple years ago where I'll just kind of summarize here. Uh, at, right after we foamed the block walls of the yeah. house, their yeah. air conditioner went out. And so Uh-oh. we had to go out, we had to go without air conditioning this weekend during excessive heat warnings. And long story shorter is the house only got up to 86 degrees over the weekend. So they're very happy. With nothing. With, With no, air, no conditioning, air conditioning. No air conditioning and, whatsoever. And, and, and they, people living in the house. Right. And, of course, they just sent that to me. I didn't request that. So they were very happy. So yeah. I'm kind of putting this together. You, you can put the, uh, the foam in the block also in the walls. That's got to be incredibly, incredibly soundproof and, and extremely energy efficient. Oh, it is. If, if you do the whole house. And depending on the square footage, of course, the price will be different. But that's exactly. amazing. I mean, if you had x-ray vision looking at a masonry wall, mm-hmm. the, the inside of that wall is all empty voids filled with a lot of interconnecting concrete webs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a honeycomb. And it's a heat sink. And it is a heat sink. We've, we've had people say that when, when they get home in the evening until they go to bed at night, their air conditioner never turns off. Yeah. And if their bedroom happens to be on the south or westerly side, it's a problem because then the heat is still being, even if the sun's down, it's still 110 outside, and the air conditioner is pulling that heat into the house. Most masonry homes have a big temperature differential from one end of the house to another. Yeah. And that's a problem. So It's the orientation. It's the orientation. Okay. And so the thermostat's in the middle of the house and the homeowner is trying to get it to where everybody's happy but the problem is that changes temperature too quickly in the summer and in the winter if we have a severe winter so when we insulate it that balances out that overall temperature of the home and makes it like you said immediately makes it more comfortable well i'm like i've started the hour that uh, in all the questions we've been asked over the years here at roselle now the, the 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 genre of questioning that uh is the most common, is how can I save money on my summer cooling bill? And I always ask them, what's the age of your home and when? where is it? And if I know when it was built and about where it is, I can pretty well guess as to whether or not it's masonry or if it's the uh, frame home with the T111 siding on it. Uh, And for the masonry homes, for what you charge... For the service of what you do, there isn't any question. I say start with Dennis. Get your block home insulated. Make sure those cheap aluminum frame single-pane clear glass windows have sunscreens on them. And with just those two things done, you're going to save 30 to 40% of your electric bill every single month. You're changing. You're immediately changing the heat load to the house. I mean, exponentially changing the heat load to the house. 
now, if I were going to retrofit my window package, would you want me to do that after you insulate or before? Doesn't make any difference to us. You're indifferent to that, right? If they're if you're not changing the opening of the wall, no, right? So if the if you're going to be changing that, it'd be better to do the the windows first. Okay, Dennis Rodenberg from Thermal Advantage. If you're in a masonry home, this is an important message. Y'all need to hear. You need to get Dennis out to your house and have him take a look about what he can do to make your home cleaner, quieter, more comfortable and a whole lot more energy efficient. Rosie here, talking about living comfortable all summer long right here in the desert, on the desert floor of the great state of Arizona. And I'll talk just a little bit about my house. My house was built in the 60s. It was built uh, at a time uh, where it was a dirt road. It was out on the very edge of town. Uh, it was built by an auto mechanic who, was, <laughs> who had a station at Granite Reef and McDonald forever. <laughs> um, and it was, um, um, like I say, he was an auto mechanic. Um, so we've had, we had, and, and we bought it when it was about 30 years old, and now it's, it's almost 70 years old. Uh, so we had some fixing to do on it, uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that over the years. But one of the first things I did was call Dennis Rodenberg, who's in studio with us this morning from Thermal Advantage, and I had him shoot all the outside of my masonry walls with insulating foam, and it made a huge difference. Now, I, at the time, went ahead and flipped all into to, to new windows at the same time. And we've talked about this concept of supercooling. Because my house is so well insulated, and I'm not talking about anything insane. When you hear numbers like R40, R50, R60, uh, you're you're probably got very little return on your investment, but I can keep my house uh, at below seventy degrees when it's a hundred and fifteen outside, and my bill is less than twelve cents a kilowatt. So I want to thank you uh, for all the years of savings you you have. It helped me put six kids through college. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I never quite thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, what are what are some of the other things people need to know about your product? I, I I I think you ought to repeat the price. If I take that typical three bedroom, 1970s vintage masonry home in Mesa, Glendale, Scottsdale, Phoenix, with no insulation, 16 to 1900 square feet. We're, we're talking about getting this done for a few thousand. This isn't tens of thousands of dollars. Our average job is, is in the $1,500 to $3,500 range. And it'll vary depending on if people do the garage, the amount of windows and doors they have. And if I had a vote, I would say do the garage. Just I appreciate that. For, I mean, for the little bit extra it's going to cost you, 
do the garage. And we recommend if people do the garage walls that they need to do the door and the ceiling to really feel the benefit. Sure. Which they can do at any time. Yeah. They can do that at any time. It's not very expensive. They can come back and lay the bats in the attic if they want, Correct. and they can add the insulation panels to the back of the steel door or upgrade the door. Very simply. Makes a big difference. Very simply. But we come out and measure the house because every house is different if the amount of windows and doors. Also, if they have a carport, the house, the wall between the house and that carport is probably masonry. Yeah. So it needs to be done. If they have a garage, it's probably framed and already insulated. So we don't do that one. Okay. So every every house is, varies, but that's why we do a free estimate. And you've been doing this for how long? We started in 98. You 20, did. 25, 26 years. So we, we really met very, very shortly and, thereafter. And the way we met was <laughs> we did a job for you. Yeah. And then, and then the... Uh, for a house you were remodeling in Scottsdale. Yeah. And then your office called and asked if I wanted to be on the radio. Okay. <laughs> well, we saw the results it gave, and we thought, man, Arizona homeowners need to know about this. And like I say, when I knew what you were doing, I thought, well, he must have a second job. <laughs> <laughs> I love what he's doing, but it must be a second job. We had a caller. Okay, good. Um who was wondering, Rich was wondering if you can do um, work outside of Payson. He, I guess he's looking for sound detonating between the first and second floor of a cabin. Oh. And if that's even possible. It's possible. I would, I would need to talk to him and look at it. Okay. It's possible. So you, you, you go statewide. You were Absolutely. talking about a woman in Green Valley. You went down and did her house. I know, I know stories. You've been up in the Prescott yeah, by yes. county our area quite a bit. So you go statewide. Yes. You go to Payson. We've got a, a situation in a cabin for Rich where he's trying to maybe quiet that upstairs foot traffic a little bit. So what – that's that's just a hollow wall cavity like the bathrooms you're acoustic insulating. With the exception that it's on a horizontal surface. Okay. So our product is a water base. Okay. So it does have some water – in it and okay. so that has to evaporate out so i'm not a big fan of applying our material on a flat drywalled surface so that's why i say i need to look at it oh okay because there was a time we had some builders that were putting a bedroom above a garage that we could never get those bedrooms cool Correct. you you actually developed they still a system. Do that <laughs> you you actually developed a system to cool those rooms off as well we do we we provide access from the garage okay. to uh insulate that floor uh, thermal advantage phone number one more time 480-705-5757 dennis thanks a million for coming in thank you and educating arizona homeowners how to keep their homes more comfortable more energy efficient 480-705-5757